Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 159 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. All right, I have a good one for you today. We are talking about weight regain. Now, this impacts pretty much everybody at some point on your weight loss journey. And so I'm going to be talking to you about how do you deal with it? How do you manage weight regain so that it doesn't suddenly seem to multiplying like a group of rabbits where it then ends up so out of control, you don't even know where to start. Let's talk about weight regain today. I've got some good tips and I think you'll find that it's going to dial down the drama that you associate with this. It's going to, if I do this right, it's going to make it feel like not quite as big of a deal as what you currently might feel like it is. And when we're able to do that, when it's able to feel like not that big of a deal, when it's able to go from being like way out here and overwhelming to be able to just look at it and tell what you need to do about it then it's easier to manage. And that's what I want to help you with today. First, I wanted to give you a little bit of news. I am in the midst of planning a really fun Black Friday special. So starting November 21st, I will be offering some of my programs with very special Black Friday specials and bonuses attached to them. Keep your eyes and ears open. I'll be sending out emails. I'll put information on the podcast, marketing your calendars, November 21st. Now, the other thing that I've got planned for you too is I'm going to be offering some of my end evening eating masterclasses. This is a free masterclass that I offer where I teach you what causes evening eating. Evening eating is by far the most common issue that the physicians that I work with struggle with. It's that whole, you do fine through the day, you know, when you're in your office, in the hospital, wherever you're working, the day seems not so bad. And then it's, either the afternoon as you start to transition to go home, or it's as soon as you walk in the door, or as soon as the kids get put to bed, that it feels like you just can't stop eating. And it feels like it's just this endless barrage of eating that happens in the evening. And often the physicians I work with feel so out of control with this. And I have some good tips. I've got a totally different approach than anybody else I've ever met about evening eating, and it will make it so it's manageable for you. I'm teaching you my real world tools that I use in my coaching programs that I have used on myself to make my evening eating essentially disappear where it's not an issue and I'm teaching them to you. So if you're interested in that, head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash masterclass and you can register for this free workshop, free masterclass and choose which date is going to work for you. I'm offering it on three different dates this time. Now, why am I doing all this? Well, I'm doing all this because I know that We are finishing up a really tough year. This has been a hard year for physicians. Yeah, the first year of the pandemic was really hard, but this second year has been really hard too. And I know that a lot of you out there are struggling with your eating or your weight. And we've already had Halloween, which often hits us a little bit hard when you're struggling with your weight or your eating. 
And now we're heading into the holiday season. So I'm offering and spending a bunch of time thinking right now about how can I help support you through the holiday season so that this holiday season doesn't have to be yet another one where you gain weight through the whole holiday season. And then come January, you have to figure out how to get it off. I'm going to help you put things in place now so you can still enjoy the holiday season because that's really important, but you don't have to fear gaining a ton of weight and then having the huge task of trying to get rid of it afterwards. So your first step, join and register for one of the times for the evening eating masterclass. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash masterclass. And then, like I said, keep your ears open and I'll be announcing more about the Black Friday specials that I'm going to be offering coming up. Super excited about them. All right, let's talk weight regain. Oh, that's a heavy subject. (laughs) That's a total pun. But it does feel heavy, right? When we say, let's talk about your weight regain. Ah, It's not really something that's fun to sign up for. And yet it's so important. Very similar to a couple episodes I talked about weight-related shame, they're actually pretty tied together because weight regain often triggers weight-related shame. But often these are very heavy subjects where it may not feel like something you want to look at because we tie so much into the weight regain that it becomes like this painful point that we don't even want to look at. We don't even want to check out. We don't want to examine. We don't want to learn more about because it feels and tell me if this is true for you, it might feel like it is your fault that you have regained weight. It might feel like it's something that you have done wrong, something that you're lacking, something that you are in some way broken about that has caused weight regain. And that then, if we hold on to those beliefs, that makes it harder for you to figure out the weight regain and look at it from a logical scientific standpoint where you can find reasons for it and then address those reasons so that you can stop the weight regain and get back to losing weight. But we have to be willing to look at it. We have to be willing to take a different approach. Because I think we could all agree that probably the approach we've been taking with weight regain is not particularly helpful. So what have we been taught in diet culture about weight regain? Well, we've been taught it's all our fault. We've been taught that if you're regaining weight, you are doing something wrong. We've been taught that it must mean we are out of control in some way. So many things that we've been taught that aren't helpful. Those beliefs that if the scale's going up, I must be doing something wrong. I must be failing. I must be out of control are really unhelpful beliefs, but they actually become self-fulfilling prophecies. They perpetuate themselves. They change your behavior. They change how you show up through your day. They'll influence those tiny little food decisions and make it so that the weight gain continues. So we have to be willing to try a different approach. Are you ready for a different approach? First, I was going to talk to you because this is something that I'm currently dealing with. If you've been listening to the podcast episodes lately, I went through a significant burnout with some depression in the end of the summer and the fall, and I've been working on that. But during that time, I regained some weight. And it was through, honestly, in the moment, not caring. I was so burnt out. I was so tired. I was just so low. It was just really hard to care about my weight. And I think I probably had thoughts like, I will figure it out later. But right now, I just want to try to figure this out. Or I just want to feel a little bit better. And I know a lot of you listening are dealing with the same thing because you've reached out to me. You've sent me emails and told me about your experiences. 
Um, and I really appreciate those. I listen or I read, not listen, read to all of them and respond to all of them because I think it's so helpful for me to hear from you. What I'm teaching you on the podcast is resonating and you are finding it helpful in your life. So anyways, I got really burnt out. I got some depression and I gained weight, which isn't a surprise. Honestly, like if I look at me as a human being, me with this human body and this human brain, my tendency when I go through significant episodes in my life is probably going to be to gain weight. That definitely has been my pattern throughout my life. This has been the longest stretch that I have not regained weight, where I've been maintaining my 55 pound weight loss, which is great. And the difference, the reason why I haven't been regaining weight is the things that I'm going to teach you today. But it's really using this customized approach to my weight loss. So at some point in that 55 pound weight loss, I let go of the idea that a diet was going to fix this. I learned that I needed to understand me and how my brain approached food and how my body responded to food and design what worked for me. And that's what I teach you guys and what I teach in my coaching programs like Stress Eating SOS, because I think that is so, so important. A diet plan might get you going, but we've all done them, right? We know that they don't actually get us to the finish line. Or if the diet plan gets you to the finish line, it doesn't keep you there. And that's one of the big things that we're talking about today in today's session is weight regain. When we're taught how to diet, we're taught how to start a diet. We're taught how to follow a diet perfectly. That's the messaging that we get that we need to do to be successful, right? nobody actually teaches you to maintain. Now, some diet plans will say they do maintenance, right? Like they'll modify the food plan. That's not what it takes to maintain a weight loss, guys. It is not a modified food plan that takes it. What it takes to maintain a weight loss is a lot of mindset work. It doesn't just happen from your food. Maintaining a weight loss is really different than losing weight. Picture this. When you lose weight, every time you step on the scale, if things are going well, right? If you're feeling happy about your weight loss, every time you step on the scale, you get a little jolt of dopamine. You get a little happy because oh, the number's down a little bit further. And you're like, yes, did it. It's going in the right way. It's working. Your clothes start to fit more easily. You're fitting into clothes you didn't used to. You have all these different feedback that's positive as you lose weight that you like and it keeps you going. Now, When you hit maintenance and you're maintaining a weight loss, what that means is anytime you step on the scale, the number is the same. Maybe it fluctuates up a couple pounds, maybe it fluctuates down a couple pounds, but the range is the same. You still eat the same. It's a fallacy to think that once you're maintaining weight loss, you get to eat all the old food again. That's not true. You eat the same as how you did when you were losing weight, maybe with a very small more amount of wiggle room, but you're not getting all these positive things anymore you're still wearing the same size clothes as when you reached your goal. You're feeling about the same as when you reached your goal. Sometimes your brain even starts to distort things for you. Thank you, brain. And we start to think, maybe this isn't good enough. Maybe this part of my body isn't good enough. Maybe I need to lose more. Maybe I'm actually regaining and I haven't noticed it. It's all this distorted stuff. You may feel like you're the same person as when you started and find it hard to recognize that you've actually changed, even if you've lost a significant amount of weight. All of these things come with weight maintenance. And that's where it's a skill in its own right. It takes a lot of learning about how to manage your mind to maintain your weight loss, because you have to stick with what you've been doing, right? 
It's not like you can just go back to your old ways of eating to maintain a weight loss. You have to stick with what you're doing. And that's why I'm such a big believer and such a big proponent of the way you lose weight you actually have to like, because you will be doing it for the rest of your life if you want to maintain your weight loss. So you have to like it. That means we don't do things just for the purpose of restriction. If you are making food choices to say no to certain foods, have good reasons behind it. Don't say no just so that you might lose weight because that's not going to help you out long term. Now, maybe at the beginning you say no because you want to lose weight, but then you work on developing better reasons. And I think that's probably been the path I took if I really look at it is initially I made my food decisions because I felt I should using air quotes. And then back in the day when I was first losing weight, I said no to certain foods like bread and things like that because I felt I should, because I felt that that might be the answer to help me lose weight. I can tell you those reasons haven't kept me low carb. Uh, I've been low carb pretty consistently for quite a few years now. And what keeps me low carb is a different set of beliefs and thoughts about why I make my food choices. Which brings me around to what I was originally talking about is just where I'm at, because I thought it would be helpful for you guys to hear from me about what I'm up to. So I'd regained weight. I could see my body changing in ways I wasn't particularly happy about. And I knew why. I knew exactly why. But in that moment, I couldn't make the changes I needed to make with my eating. And I really think it would have been faulty for me in that moment when I was struggling so much in the other areas of my life to get really up in my face about the food choices. Because you know what it would have done? It would have worsened my mood and it would have worsened my burnout and it would have made me feel more overwhelmed. What I did instead is I held a belief that I was going to sort the food out once I got my mind back on track. Once I got my mood and the burnout better and I was feeling a little better, then I believed with all confidence that I would sort the food out. And I can tell you that that's probably one of the biggest changes with the coaching approach because I have done weight regain many times in my life, guys, and I haven't always had that confidence. That confidence comes from knowing exactly why I eat the way I do when I'm eating foods that don't help my weight loss and how I can manage that. And that's through doing the coaching, the thought work, um, really working on the foundational drivers of the eating, all the stuff I talk about here and teach so much and coach so much on inside stress eating SOS. So I had this confidence that I would be okay. If you don't have that confidence, that's okay. I've also been there. I've been there where I really thought I would never, ever be able to do it. I've been there where I thought, this is just the way my body is always going to be. I've thought, this must be my set point. I think a lot of us do that to ourselves. It just obviously isn't going to go any lower than this. I will always have obesity. There's so many different things I've thought. I have felt so out of control. I have felt so defeated. I have felt like such a failure in weight loss at different times in my life. I have been frustrated by how much money I have invested in it with through programs and things like that and not seeing the results I wanted. And I can tell you now, hindsight being 2020, I think those programs that I went through were probably helpful in that they showed me what didn't work for me. But ultimately, it was the coaching approach that worked when I applied it to myself. And that's why I coach because I know how transformative it is and how much of a difference it makes in following an eating plan. And when, like I said, when I decided to really change to eating, finding a customized way of approaching my weight loss, 
that really made the difference. And I think that's partly why I had that confidence too, because I really understand myself and my weight at this point. Now, so I got my mind better. I've really doubled down on self-care. I said no to some stuff. I cleared up a little bit of space. Big person I said no to was myself. I reined my little mind in when I was like, oh, I'll just do this or I'll just do that. I was like, no, you're not. I made myself sit down and do nothing. I made myself sit down and read books in the middle of the day or have a bath and a nap in the middle of the day when that's what I needed. I got my mind better. Once I started to feel better, then I put things back in place, like in the episode about getting back on track. And I'm running the back on track workshop series now, which is much more in-depth, interactive way of figuring out how to get back on track. You can head over. So the first, when you listen to this, the first session is done live. But if you were to register now, you'll still get access to all the replays. So you haven't missed anything. You can head over to weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash workshop. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash workshop to register for the Back on Track workshop. You can listen to an abbreviated version of the overview in the podcast episode. I think it was three episodes ago. But I do encourage you, if that's something you're struggling with right now, come to the workshop. It is such a skill that is not taught anywhere else. And I have really good tools for it to make it easy on you. Once I put those tools in place for myself, which I've had a lot of experience using my back on track tools, I've honed them. I've gotten efficient at them. That's the whole point of this workshop is it's a skill that you practice. It's a skill that you build. Okay. I got myself back on track. Now what's happening is I am losing weight again and it does feel nice. I feel like I'm sort of getting my body back to where it's comfortable, what I like about my body and how it moves and physical activity and things like that. And you know what I've noticed, and this comes back to that idea of making the food choices and having good reasons, is I have so much more energy when I'm not eating carbs. And I say this as if it's like this lightning bolt piece of knowledge, but I learn this every time. And yet this is a piece of knowledge that my brain edits and forgets so easily. If I start to eat a few carbs and I start to feel more tired in the day, my brain's like, oh, you just didn't sleep well. You were on call. You've been really busy. You just needed some naps. And what this time around really refreshed for me is it's the food. The carbohydrates steal my energy. They make me groggy. They lower my mood. That is why I say no to them. When the kids eat, you know, are having bread or something around me, I'm not interested in it because I don't want to be groggy and draggy tomorrow. Anyway, so my work on my own weight regain, I'm not back at my baseline yet, but it's going in that direction and it's going quite well. And like I said, I'm feeling a lot better. And so that's why I wanted to record this episode because I know that a lot of you are dealing with weight regain through this pandemic, maybe more since Halloween. Maybe you're worried about having more weight regain over the holiday season. And that's why I wanted to record this episode for you. Okay, things I want you to know about weight regain. Weight regain is not failure. That is a thought that we need to get rid of. We have been taught that if we regain weight, we have done something wrong. That is not true at all. It's expected. If you lose weight, especially if you lose a significant amount of weight and you're wanting to keep it off, at times you will regain some weight. Sometimes that might be a small amount. Sometimes that might be a bigger amount. It's all okay. It's all expected. That is what bodies do. And there are a lot of different reasons, but it is not failure. And we need to let go of that concept that it is failure because as soon as you're telling yourself you're regaining because it's a failure, it puts up a big old block 
that makes it hard to figure out the weight regain. You can't problem solve it if you're too busy beating yourself up about how you failed yet again. Weight regain is expected. If it hasn't happened to you yet, it will at some point, and that's okay. That's normal. Like I said, it can vary in the degree of the weight regain. That's normal too. Number two, weight regain is multifactorial. There are a lot of things that we still are working on understanding about the body, but we do know that if you lose a significant amount of weight, there are different things that happen in your body that make it more likely for you to regain weight. Now, that does not mean that you will regain weight. I think that's really important, especially as physicians. It's easy to interpret research and evidence that's done on a population basis that it will apply to you personally. I think when we look at this from a thought standpoint, interpreting population-based evidence about weight regain and the rates of it to ourselves personally does not help you in your own weight loss journey. What it does is it makes you more likely to regain weight because if you have a belief that you are powerless over weight regain, then you probably will regain weight. Now, believing that you can maintain your weight does not mean the same as telling yourself you failed if you do have some weight regain. I want to be really clear on that. We can believe that we have power over maintaining our weight. That's a very empowering thought without flipping it the other way and saying, I have to maintain my weight or else I failed. It's believing you have power and being compassionate if your body does vary outside of that. So what can cause weight regain? Well, your metabolism can be a contributor. Metabolisms change when you lose weight. There is some evidence that if you lose weight using lower carb approach, your metabolism changes less. And I, my personal lived experience would suggest that. Like, it's much easier for me to maintain my weight loss eating low carb than what it ever was when I lost weight eating calorie restricted low fat diet. But there still is change to your metabolism. Often, maintaining a weight loss means doing things to boost your metabolism. So, exercise is not particularly helpful as a weight loss tool. It is helpful and does have evidence as a weight maintenance tool because it does boost your metabolism. Doing strength training, so you boost your lean muscle mass, helps weight maintenance. Hormonal changes. There can be changes in your hormones that influence your weight. That happens. Menopause would be one of them. (laughs) Perimenopause would be one of them. They change how your body handles food, energy, and its storage of fat tissue. And that's okay. It just might mean you need to change your strategies for maintaining your weight loss. And then missing skills. Like I said, if you lose your weight using just a diet, there are going to be skill gaps that you have where you you never learned mindset type skills that are actually needed to maintain a weight loss. So sometimes weight regain just is an indicator that there's a skill that's missing. I like to think of it, if you lose weight and you get to a certain point, you know that you're successful at losing weight. All it means is you haven't developed whatever skill it is that you need to maintain that weight. There's like a skill gap that's missing. And that's where often I think the thought work, the mindset skills are what come in. How do you manage your mind around food? How do you manage your mind around small scale fluctuations? How do you manage your mind around stress, around burnout? All these different things all influence your eating and your weight. Number three, weight regain is an opportunity. Now, some of you may feel like slapping me when I say that (laughs) weight regain is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to actually make your life better. I know, stay with me. I know some of you are like, what? Stay with me. The weight regain, especially when it's happening because of a missing tool, 
is the opportunity to show yourself new ways of living that actually will make your life better. So if I use myself as an example, the first times I lost weight, because my weight loss journey was like this, before I actually got down. So it was like lots of weight loss, weight regain. And in that weight loss, weight regain, when it was really up and down, up and down, up and down, my focus was just, how do I follow a diet? I need to follow this diet. How do I follow this diet? And I would stop following that diet. And I'd be like, this diet's too hard to follow. I'm too busy. I'm too stressed. I don't have the time. And my old eating habits would come back and up the weight would go. I would get focused again. How do I follow this diet? I need to make sure I follow this diet. It was all very diet focused. I can tell you without a shadow of doubt, those weight loss episodes did nothing to improve my life. It was another thing, another thing on my to-do list, another stressor, another area where I felt I wasn't measuring up. When I started taking this different approach, focusing on a more of a customized way of approaching, focusing on being compassionate and curious with myself in the whole journey, my life started to change. Those repetitive times of weight regain that I went through were an opportunity to show me that I needed a different skill. At some point after repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again, at some point I thought, there must be something else that I'm missing. There must be something better to help myself. And that's when I learned these other skills that ultimately have made my life better, has made the weight loss process better makes me feel good in the weight loss process, not because the scale is going down, but it feels easy. It feels simple. I don't struggle. I don't beat myself up. I can enjoy the food I'm eating and lose weight. Sounds pretty good, right? And it is. And I never would have had that opportunity if my mind had stayed focused on, I just need to follow this diet. Now, how many of you listening are in that spot still where you're like, I just need to follow this diet. I just need to focus on this diet and it'll all be fine. Even if you have multiple episodes of evidence that show you that it's not working for you, where your weight's gone down and up and down and up, maybe it's nothing wrong with you. Maybe it's what you're doing to lose weight that is wrong. Consider that. So weight regain is an opportunity to expand your skills, to find ones that work better for you, to find ones that actually improve your life. And just think about it. If you notice a scale coming up, if you notice your pants tight, can't fit into the that size of scrubs anymore. If we're able to flip how we think about that over and think, okay, this is an opportunity. What opportunity is here? Think how much different that'd be from what you usually tell yourself in those situations. What's your weight loss? What's your chance of losing weight, of finding a way that actually works for you going to be if you can think this is an opportunity? Where is the opportunity in this experience? It's going to be way higher than when you're thinking, I failed, I can't do this, I never do this right, and all those other thoughts that we often have. Okay, so it's an opportunity. Even if you wanted to hit me when I first said that, it is an opportunity. It's showing you what you actually need in your life is why it's an opportunity. Let's talk about how to manage weight regain. So I've developed four points about how to manage the weight regain because you know how I like step-by-step stuff. So number one, If you notice that you're starting to regain weight, the number one thing about managing it is you have to leave the judgment and catastrophizing at the door. How often when the scale starts going up, do you start doing the chicken little impression and the sky is falling and it's all coming back and everything's wrong and I'm doing everything wrong? Is that helpful? Does it help you stop the weight regain and get to your goals? No, 
It doesn't at all. If anything, those thought patterns drive weight regain. They tell you they're not going to. They tell you they're supposed to be helpful. But let's look at the actual evidence. Have they been helpful for you in the past when you really look at it? Probably not. Number two, once you've left judgment and catastrophizing at the door, you sit down and you have an honest conversation with yourself. This is a kind conversation, but it's honest. And it's looking at, are you doing exactly the same thing you were doing that was maintaining your weight or having you lose weight? Is it truly exactly the same? And I want you to look almost with a little microscope and go, where are little areas of micro inconsistencies? Where are just the small little bites, a little bit of this, a little bit more of that situations showing up in your days? Now, if you can't see them and you're not sure about this question, then pull out a food journal or I like to think of it more as an eating journal where you write down what you eat, but more importantly, why you're eating, how you're feeling, maybe what thoughts are going on in your mind about the eating, and really try and gather data about yourself and your eating. That's going to show you places where some of these inconsistencies might be happening without you being aware of it. And again, I say this with a lot of compassion because our minds are fantastic editors. Our minds can have us eat something and then wipe it from our memory when we're thinking back over the past days about, you know, have I eaten anything? And what we get is I'm being so careful with my eating. I'm, I'm hardly eating anything. And yet when you write it down, sometimes what you find out is that's not exactly true. And again, said with compassion and with love, done in a caring way for yourself, not in a blaming kind of way. An eating or a food journal is not helpful if it's a tool of blame. It's a curiosity tool. It's a gathering data kind of tool. So having a conversation with yourself and saying, am I truly doing exactly what was working before? If yes, if you're like, yeah. I am like doing exactly what was working. I cannot find any micro inconsistencies. I do not know why this weight is coming back on. Then look for non-food drivers. So non-food drivers would be sleep. Are you a little shy on sleep? Could you go to bed another half hour early? Could you sleep a little bit longer? Sleep is a powerful weight loss barrier or a cause of weight regain if you were sleep deprived. Are you sleeping, like trying to get your sleep caught up well enough after being on call? For those of us who do a lot of call often, you know, you just kind of get used to being sleep deprived. But if you're trying to lose weight, that can either stop weight loss or create weight regain if you're just chronically sleep deprived. And that I'm speaking more from a hormonal standpoint of like what it does to your metabolism and everything, but it also can influence your eating. Number two is stress. Are you under some new stressors? Stress can be a cause of weight regain or a barrier to weight loss. Are there things that you can do to manage the new stressors? Or is it something that you need to just get through? Like sometimes there's stressors we can't manage. We can't stop. We can care for ourselves during the stress, but maybe there's an element that you just have to get through the stress and then trust yourself that you're going to figure out the weight regain after. You do your best during the stress and then figure out whatever's left over afterwards is an option. And then another common place that we may forget to look is medications. Have you been started on any new medications? A lot of medications are obesogenic, meaning that they cause weight gain as a side effect. And so 
If you're suddenly regaining weight and you're doing exactly what you've always done, you want to look and see, have I been prescribed a new medication or taking an over-the-counter medication that could be causing weight regain? Now, also under medications is if you go through all of this and you're like, there's nothing here. I'm being really careful with my eating. My sleep is good. I'm not stressed. Then maybe that's an opportunity to use an anti-obesogenic medication as an additional tool in your long-term weight maintenance. And that would be something to go talk to your family doctor about. Now, we as doctors have a lot of stigma for ourselves about obesity medications. We think of ourselves as we should have figured it out and we shouldn't need a medication. I've coached a lot of physicians who have a lot of shame about the fact they are on one of the anti-obesogenic medications. There is no shame there, guys. Obesity is a complex long-term medical condition. It sometimes takes multiple tools to control it, just like all the other long-term medical conditions that we manage as physicians. So sometimes it takes a specific diet. Sometimes it takes things like coaching, which I believe is very powerful and needed for almost anybody who's trying to lose weight. And sometimes it takes medications and they're all powerful tools and they're all worthwhile and none of them mean that you're failing or doing it wrong. That's part of developing a customized approach for your own weight loss is figuring out which of the tools that are available to you are going to be the most helpful for you. So number four, how to manage your weight regain is if you do find micro inconsistencies and if you do go, okay, yeah, no, that snuck in a little bit. I have been going to eat there a little bit more often. I have been saying yes to the extra snacking in the evening a bit more. I have been taking those little extra bites off my kid's plate whatever it is, maybe more wine in the evening, that would be another cause of weight regain. What we need to look at is not so much the food. The food is a distraction if you look at it. The food is a symptom. What we need to look at and what you need to ask yourself is what are the drivers? Why are these behaviors here? What is going on in my life? What am I thinking about that is leading me to reach for food in these situations? Maybe it's beliefs too. What am I believing about myself and my weight and my eating? in these situations that's leading me to make these choices. Get curious. This isn't necessarily going to be an easy answer. This is a lot of what I coach on in my coaching programs is just digging in and finding all these little drivers so that you can pull them out and look at them and come up with plans for them and be aware of them. So it just takes being curious. takes looking at them and finding one and then looking for another and then another and keeping going. Work on your thoughts. If there's micro inconsistencies, like I said, it's not about the food and the place to intervene that is not going to involve willpower is going to be your thoughts, either your thoughts about things throughout the day or your thoughts about the actual eating. Like I said, your thoughts about yourself and your weight and any potential weight regain will all influence these micro inconsistencies. So notice what you're thinking and work on those things. Focus on working on changing your thoughts to ones that are more helpful for you instead of just focusing on trying not to eat the food. If you're just focused on trying not to eat the food, you're going to be depending on willpower and it's not going to feel great. If you can take a few steps back in the cascade, focus on your thoughts, find thoughts that work better for you, you'll make the whole process easier. And then ask yourself this, how could it be easy? What can you do to support yourself and make this process as simple as possible? We often get up in our heads that we make it as hard We create extra complication and it doesn't have to be that way. What can you do to let it be easy, to let it be as simple as possible? Give yourself that gift of just anytime your brain's worried about weight regain, ask yourself that question is super, super powerful. All right, so we have covered 
weight regain, how to manage it, why it shows up. And if you only take one thing away from this session, take away the stop beating yourself up. Stop assuming that weight gain is failure. Accept that it's an expected part of anybody's weight loss journey. If you haven't experienced it yet, you probably will. So remember this episode so you can hear it when you need it. And then take that really compassionate, kind approach to figuring it out for yourself. If you want extra help, the End Evening Eating Masterclass will work on and help you understand that whole concept of the drivers and the food being a symptom. We cover that a lot in this masterclass. So that might be a good thing to register for. That's weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca forward slash masterclass. And also don't forget about the Black Friday special that's going to be coming up that I'll be releasing more information about soon. All right. Have a fantastic week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.